two blocks from the train station. A three-minute walk, four stories tall, classic Bastonian red brick and aged wooden stairs. This is Dance Complex, at the heart of Central Square in Cambridge. Squeezed between Zuzu, the iconic Middle Eastern restaurant, and Cheap Records. Dance Complex thrives in a colorful show of arts and culture. Dance Complex is a space for the community to come together, old and young dancers, beginners and professionals. I'm Lauren Williams, with producer Daniela Lopez and sound designer Isabella Brodinski. We headed to Dance Complex on a crisp Sunday morning. There we met Peter DeMiro, the artistic director of Dance Complex. Peter is in his mid-sixties, he has perfectly styled gray hair, and his office is adorned with art and dance posters. Dancing has always been a key part of his life, but he says that his road to becoming a dancer wasn't always easy. In fact, it was through dance that he learned the hardest lessons about acceptance. I grew up at a time in the Midwest in a very small town. I was the son of a chief of police who, uh, even though was from East Boston, was transplanted to this little town where uh, being dancing equated being gay, which it means the same thing to uh, you know some cultures and, and some parts of our own country still and all that. Having the stigma around his sexuality and his career choice created a lot of shame for Peter. And it took an immense amount of courage and perseverance to overcome that. Peter remembers a time in his life that he marks as his turning point, not only as a dancer, but as a person. I think a pinnacle came when I started making work about the AIDS crisis in the 80s. And I made a piece that um, uh, I had a lot of trouble making because it was about my former lover who was dying and me trying to communicate things to him that I had not uh, said while we were in relationship and also when he was, was healthy. I feel very, very fortunate to have had that experience because it, it's, it's changed the rest of my life. After that experience, Peter began dancing with a group that he describes as intergenerational and interracial. He toured the world and explored what it meant to dance at any age. 15 years went by and he left the troupe and began teaching at your sinus college and Drexel University. As he got a little bit older, he decided that he didn't want to be a teacher anymore. And he began to ask himself, where can my experiences be best appreciated? He narrowed it down to three companies in the entire country. Luckily, he chose Dance Complex. Since 2013, he has been working to foster an inclusive and beautiful space in Cambridge. We've created this place where we have African dance next to flamenco, next to modern, next to ballet, next to um, capoeira. This is a place where I, I, I encourage people to take their next deep step and that is self-defined. My next deep, deep, deep step as a 60-some-year-old guy is different than a 24-year-old uh, trans person who comes in the door and find, wants to find a, a place where they don't have to be questioned about who they are and they can take salsa with, uh, with uh, a same-sex partner or whoever. And so to me, that is, that's why it's the right place for me. In the summer of 2022, they celebrated their 30th anniversary. Dance happens here. It was centered around making sure that people felt like they were welcomed and not embarrassed to move their bodies. And it really cemented Dance Complex as this place that's open for everyone. 
We took the day and cut it in half, basically, and we closed part of Norfolk Street, or to 300 light wands, to, kind of to see how many people were there, and uh, you know, and these beautiful light wands. But it was this amazing thing when we let loose the light wands and said, okay, you can turn them on now. There was nothing stopping these people, some of whom, yes, have come to the dance complex, but I would say probably half had, had not. And to me, it's such a good lesson that, sure, we can say we have open doors, but we really have to kind of go, walk through that door, go out to the street and pull people in. And, that, and that's how we're going to get our new generation. I was really curious about this idea of younger generations getting involved at Dance Complex because it is a company that has been around for several decades. So I asked Peter how he foresees the future of Dance Complex over the next couple of years. I get so excited because, you know, dance has changed my life. It saved my life. And I just feel like that's that's the gift to give with this uh, with this place. You know, you know, when I got here, we were a little aging out. You know, I, I'm I'm not uh, I'm not a spring chicken myself. But young people are moving to Cambridge to understand that this is that the dance complex is one of the few places in 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 Cambridge left that that has these roots in 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 diverse cultures. We won't go away. We own the damn building. We're not going away. This is clearly an evolving and expansive space for dancers and creatives. One woman who stands out is Zaru Evera. When we walk into Studio One for her sacred Brazilian dance workshop, she's wearing this blue flowing outfit. Her hair is in this huge afro and her stature is regal, which commands the attention of the room. She stood in front of the studio and with every move she made, the dancers followed. And I did too. We started slowly by stretching and swaying our bodies in unison. And suddenly, to my surprise, I was thrown into an ensemble dance performance. I'll be honest, dancing is not my strong suit, but the encouragement and warmth from the dancers made the experience enjoyable. Even though my arms and my calves ached, my heart was filled with gratitude. Being in a space like this was just magical. When I dance, I feel connected to my heritage feel um, joy most of the time. Yeah. Sometimes a little bit of sadness that the movements don't come as easily as I like mm -hmm. um, because of the type of dance I'm doing. And I feel strong. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I feel present, but at the same time not. Especially in this class with the drums, I feel like this mix of feeling my body and like not feeling it at the same time because it's just, it flows. Mm -hmm. um, so happy when I dance, I feel um, in touch with like higher powers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you so much. Those were two women from the class and hearing their perspective 
made me want to reach out to Azaru to find out more about her relationship with dance and movement. <sighs> Hi, <laughs> my name is Isaura Oliveira. I was born and raised in Salvador, Bahia. What is Brazil like? So, yeah, we are colorful. Music everywhere. Loud music. No, don't think like that. Like ambient music is loud. Open door, window door, speakers on the front. Everybody's on the same channel. It's like loud, you know? You know, I saw you in class and you were amazing. Who taught you how to dance? <laughs> Since I was a little girl, my father always bring music to the house. And he, he taught me to dance. He taught me to be on the beat. While Izaru's father did teach her how to dance, he wasn't so supportive when she told him she wanted to pursue dancing as a career. I was devastated when I told him that I want to be a professional dancer. He said, no, this is not a career. I was just so fun, <laughs> just for fun. And he didn't pay for any dance class for me. He refused. He prohibited my mom to help me on that. He really boycott my desire. But hey, he taught me. I like it. <laughs> Take it. <laughs> Izaru is clearly a strong-willed, free-spirited person. She begins to tell us about her time following her dreams with a dance troupe in Brazil. How did it feel being in this space? You know, you're a young Black woman trying to make a name for yourself and carve your own path in life. I feel that it was a refuge for us black dancers. It was about our history, it's about the history of our parents, our grand-grand-grandparents, our ancestors. Uzara views this time in her life as a gift and a blessing. Not only did it build her confidence in her body and her spirituality, but it also prepared her for the real world of professional dancing. So when we step on the stage, ready, that you be. And we made history. It's 41 years ago, and they are celebrated right now in Bahia, in Brazil, at the university. The way Izaru talks about dancing, it's as though it's an extension of her being. Throughout our conversation, we got to learn more about the historical implications of dance, specifically for Black people. Our ancestors during the slave trade, the Africans who were captured and families spread apart, right? Was like intentionally, and we find each other. How has this idea of finding each other and finding personhood impacted you? I'm here and I met Joe Camara from Mali, and then Mama Fatou from Senegal, and Joe Polonio from Haiti. I'm from Brazil. 
This is the reverse of that intention. This ability to reclaim and reconnect with her African heritage and her blackness has impacted the way she views community building as a teacher and a dancer. The, the work that we all do, you know, well, teachers, artists from African and African diaspora, you know, when we visit each other, classes and performance and dance together and support each other, you know, and ancestors are on the command. Dancing allows people to express themselves and their culture. It's also a great way for people to connect with each other. It's in the small steps that we take that open ourselves up to change and acceptance. We hope you're as motivated as we are to visit Dance Complex, whether it's by yourself or with your loved ones. Before we end, we want to leave you with Peter's words of wisdom. But I, I feel like once one's soul is heavy and can't go forward, I would just like people to consider the idea of movement uh, alone in your bedroom, in the kitchen while you're making dinner. Uh, that's great. Or with someone else, uh, a, a big game of Twister uh, with your family or come to the dance complex or go anywhere where you're having an experience of movement and, and, and you don't even need to tell yourself a reason why. Like you don't, you don't need to know why. Thank you for listening to Dance Complex, a stage for dance and diverse identities. And I hope I've left you with some food for thought and perhaps a newfound curiosity to visit Central Square soon. A special thank you to our professor, Iris Adler, our producer, Daniela Lopez, our sound designer, Isabella Berdinsky, and I'm Lauren Williams, your host. We want to give credit to freesounds.com and Free Music Archive. Make sure to listen to our next episode in Chasing Culture called Talking Threads.